What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. Back in the day, he was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we got the NFL draft analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. He was on football night in Chicago this past Friday. I saw you also on the uh I was I was I was at a bar and you were on the Understand Podcast. I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got fortunate. I got a couple of uh activities. Yeah, <laughs> so right at right at the what the, didn't we just mention that last week? Yeah, yeah. And and, <laughs> and I know it. I'm like, wait, we just talked about that. They were listening. He is Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Uh, gentlemen, what's going on? Uh, Coach Smoke, congratulations on, on renewing your vows. Oh, okay. Appreciate All right. It. Appreciate it. Nice. Ten years. Yes, Appreciate sir. It. Yes, sir. That's outstanding, man. Happy, happy 10th anniversary and, and another another uh, lifetime more for you, man. That's that's Appreciate awesome, it. man. Appreciate yeah. it. Welcome to that first 10-year lifetime achievement award. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> And uh, this past Sunday was Championship Sunday in the NFL. We have our two representatives in the Super Bowl now. Uh, Kansas City uh, took down the Baltimore Ravens 17-10 in the first game. And then in the uh, in the nightcap, it was the San Francisco 49ers coming back from 17 down to beat the Detroit Lions. Um, shock to you guys, this, this Super Bowl? I, I didn't match I didn't get yeah, a matchup yeah no I'm not shocked at all no not shocked I'm, just, I'm not shocked just, at just all. a little disappointed in in the Ravens uh next you know how they perform particularly who may be I guess MVP is voted on before the playoffs yeah it's <laughs> a regular season award because right. yeah and he, he should be glad it is because yeah. man he him and that offense I don't know what the Ravens were trying to do yesterday Man, offensively. What what was he trying to do? He was trying to do he was trying to be a player that he's not. You you think the media the media uh attention of trying to be a a pocket passer got gotten away of what, what he should have been doing out there? So 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 to me, this whole Todd Monkey, that's the name, right? Todd Monkey. Yeah, this whole Todd Munkin has made Lamar Jackson a better passer. To me, it's it's BS. It's a media narrative to make them feel good. Oh, he has better weapons now. It's BS. To me, he looked like the same Lamar Jackson I have always seen. <laughs> Nothing looked different from when he had Greg Roman. They want to say, well, he didn't run as much with Greg Rome. I mean, this year as he did with Greg. Go look at the numbers. Go look at the numbers. Yeah, he used to run crazy with Greg Rome, but he also threw a lot of touchdowns with Greg Rome, too. He only threw like 22 this year. Yeah, 36. 23, yeah. Threw 36 his first year. That his first, first MVP. His MVP, first MVP. Right, right, right. Like, so, like, like this whole it's – it's a, it's a media narrative. And at the wrong time, Lamar Jackson bought into the media narrative. He has so many opportunities to take off and run Sunday, and he chose to sit, sit and wait 
and wait, then go, and then he wouldn't. At that point, the defense has collapsed, so now you're not going to get as many yards as you would have got had you made that decision on at first time. Or he tried to force a throw, don't make the throw, or throw a pick. It, it just it, it was unfortunate to see that he he got bamboozled into that narrative, in my opinion. And ultimately, it it cost him the game. <sighs> I don't a hundred percent disagree with you. Uh, I, I don't disagree with a lot of the premise. I guess I think it's a little. It's definitely him not playing as we used to seeing him play. It, it seemed more. It seemed more reserved, so to speak. But I think that's a, a byproduct of an entire season. Of, of playing in the system and, and and believing in what the game plans have been all year that has worked because they've had success doing that this way. Um, I think some of the touchdowns this year were down because he didn't have Mark Andrews. I know likely is very athletic and very talented, uh, but the, you know, there's still Andrews is a different trust level because he's been playing with him for several years. Um, and then teams play you differently when they have Andrews. Uh, it's just, it's different, you know, um, and he didn't have OBJ healthy all year either. So, you know, he had and they were intermittent things, but his 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 effect his efficiency seemed to be better as a passer this year and how it was utilized. So I, I think it at some point, because he is Lamar Jackson, because he does have an MVP, because he's not a first or second year quarterback, um you would like to believe that at some point he's like bumped the bullshit. This is what I'm about to do. I'm going to take over the game because there's no reason why he can't take over a game because he has that, that ability. Cause, and we've seen him do it in his career. We've seen him do it. Uh, we've seen uh, other quarterbacks at the end of the day, it looks like you know, they departed a little bit from what was probably on script and they took over and won the game. We've seen Mahomes do it. We've seen Aaron Rodgers do it. Um, and we've probably seen Peyton and, and Brady do it, but because it looks, they, it looks different, you know, and because they're probably sometimes calling the game more on the field and not deferring to what's being called. I don't know if Lamar's at, especially in the first year with this offense, I don't know if he's necessarily at that point where he's, he's, he's changing the, the plays throughout the series, maybe a play here and maybe a check down, but where you completely restructure how you're doing out there. Um, I don't know if he's at that level uh, with this first-year offense. That being said, when you start – we've seen it with our own quarterback. When you start, you know, being caught between who and what you are as uh, as a playmaker um, and what your duties or what's required of you and ask of you as the quarterback – from the coaches and the game plan, the worst time for that to happen is when we just saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then, because again, and I've heard somebody say it earlier, they were acting like they were down by like three scores. It's like, dude, you were just within a score, score and a half. I mean, yeah. the game wasn't out of whack at all. Um, And I, and then with, even with all that, that and again, everything you said, and I said, as from our, vantage point of as you know watching it from home with a bit of an omniscient uh 
speculative viewpoint. What we can also see play out without speculating was he was extremely frustrated. And mm -hmm. once you get frustrated, now you you know your your thought process is now even that much more convoluted, and you're playing in a reactive way, and you're gonna make mistakes and things you wouldn't know. Really, we how often do you see Lamar throwing a triple coverage or, or double coverage like through the end zone? I mean, like I don't know if I've ever seen him throw a pass that. I was three that, three yeah, white jerseys there. Right, yeah, a, right. I, I think when he, when he let the ball go, he saw two and thought. I'll throw it to the back of the end zone. Either my guy get it or he won't. And it was super short. Right. And as soon as he threw it, and by the time we saw it, I was like, why is he throwing a triple coverage? Because <laughs> the other person broke on it too. So that was just a bad pass. I mean, if three people are covering one guy, two people are probably – one person's wide open and one guy probably has one person on him. You know, so – but that was a frustrated throw. And that was – a you know, I, I'm, I'm – that was an impatient throw. Um, that being said, Zay Flowers doesn't fumble. You know, it's probably a bit it's of a, a different, different game. game too. It's, it's seventeen game. all at that point. Yeah, yeah. true. But it goes like, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. As last thing I would say, the other thing was the other frustration thing is it's, it's it's the shit that's out of your control. Right before the half, the defense damn near pushes. You know, Kansas City. They lucky they only got a field goal out of it. I thought Kansas City was about to get a touchdown. You know, it's 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 second and long. There's a scuffle happening near the end zone. The the Kansas City by their own end zone. There's a scuffling happen. Is it Van Noy? I think comes out of fucking nowhere. And this is after the scuffle had just been broken up by the by the refs for the most part. No one's being penalized. Van Noy comes in, and then you know whether he intentionally did it or not, his helmet or his part of his body hits hits Kelsey, and then the flag goes up, and Kelsey's laughing. I got him. Got you. Yeah, <laughs> got you. So now second and long inside your. 10-yard line safety, maybe even inside, inside the five, second and, and long, now all of a sudden becomes an automatic first down and you're around mm -hmm. a 20-yard line. Like, okay, man, now you just open the door. And then the thing with Patrick Mahomes, you know, and do, you know, and at first I'm thinking like, oh, man, they give it Pat. They showed the replay. I was like, oh, my God. No, he got, he yeah, got he got wrecked. Him. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about not watching real, in, in real time. Yeah. I was like, eh. And all of a sudden, Patrick, I was like, oh, my, my goodness, dude, that was that was horrible. That was horrible. Um, and so, like I said, they're lucky that the two holding calls pushed them back. Otherwise, they might have scored a touchdown. And the defense de de defense did its job, you know, and still got them out of it. So that's a lot of frustration, man. That's a lot of frustration right there. Um, so. We got uh, to. They got to play under control. That's. Yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. Too, too many penalties. Uh, you, you brought the Zay Flowers fumble. Before that, the taunting penalty, which pushed them back. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, like, just just shows a team that, ain't, that hasn't ready. been there. Yeah, not ready. You, you can't you can't do those things against the, the Kansas Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs of all teams. Of all teams, like these, these six straight years in the conference championship game, they know what it takes to get beyond this point. They're not going to do many things to shoot themselves in the foot. You can't, on your end, do that. And going back to the game plan, they the the Baltimore Ravens clearly didn't even try to establish the running game. Um, outside of Lamar's, uh, his, well, they say they have eight carries. A lot of those were were scrambles. scrambles. Yeah. Uh, Gus Edwards. Three carries, Justice Hill, three carries. And that they, makes gave, no sense. they gave Zay Flowers two carries. That's it. That's insane. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's, is that, that's where I say, you know, that's not Lamar unless he just straight takes over the play calling. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's Todd Monk is an experience and going away from, like you said, going away from who you are. You've been right. You ran a ball last week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just did it last week in the playoffs. Yeah. Why are you going away from that? You know, and, and I'm sure Kansas City does some things that make you, you know, a, a address what you're doing, but not to deviate completely but from who you just, are. Yeah, yeah. I get, you know, maybe they're stopping you, but you didn't. You didn't even. I mean, you didn't have a, a, enough carries to even establish that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, they, the, they were and, stopping you. and with the fact that the game was never out of hand, right? That right. that's what's really so frustrating about it. It's not like you were getting blown out. And okay, we gotta throw the ball. Like, no, the game was in hand the whole second half. <laughs> it was in it was it was a nice they had a what 10 point lead the whole second yeah, half? Yeah. Like that's nothing. Yeah, you at home. You know, it's a and, said, and, and you had a shot, like I said, of uh a bad fumble by uh by flowers in the end zone. You're tied up. It's 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 seventeen all, late in the fourth. So, and and you had another chance. You got the ball back, and another chance to score. So it's not you. You were never out of the game. So, yeah, that that that's that's coaching right there. Yeah, you 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 helped Kansas City beat you. <laughs> you were a willing partner in aiding them in in your own demise, so to speak. And so, and I don't know. I mean, we. I mean, I guess. Since we've been doing this podcast, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs has been in the goddamn Super Bowl pretty much. <laughs> yeah. The entire so, time, yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know if we necessarily care to decipher what they did, but I got – I, and I don't want this to lead us into the Justin and Caleb talk. We, I just want to make this comment. People of America. Please stop using Patrick Mahomes as a comparison to anybody. The dude is different from everybody in this world. I don't care about you saying he's a comp to Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is more than just talent. He's more than just talent on that field. The intangibles that that guy brings is different. Dude, dude is dude is a different being. And I, I was one to say that he gotta get he gotta get real close to my boy Tom before I start saying he's surpassing him. But boy, he making it real hard for me not to say it. And he only got two. But if it was, was any a year. Wait, wait, wait. He was all right yesterday, man. No, that's that's well, my point. He was uh, he did what he needed to do. That's that's my point. If it was any, I was just about to get to that. If there was any of a year where these dudes <laughs> should have beat Pat Mahomes, it was this year. Yeah, and they still couldn't do it. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but to those people who believe that you have to have a generational quarterback just to win and go to Super Bowls, um. Pat Mahomes didn't win the game no. against the the, mm. the the Ravens. 
the Chiefs as yes. a team, a team led yep. by the defense, won that game in Baltimore. Very true. The coaching staff and the team devised the game plan to go on the road and beat a Buffalo team that had every opportunity to beat the Chiefs. And the weather and <laughs> the coaching staff at a beaten down Dolphins team. So it, it, my, my point being, it takes a team. And, and as talented as Mahomes is, you know, let's keep let's never forget that he was a cherry on top of that Sunday that was already built. The Sunday was already made before he got there. He's just a cherry on top. Now he makes them almost he makes them extremely difficult to beat. He's, I mean, he's the, he's the greatest cherry you ever have on yeah, top of a Sunday. No doubt. You know, he, he <laughs> he's an X factor of all X factors. But, you know, you don't need to have to – and everybody can't have a, a Patrick Mahomes. There's only 32 that, teams. There's only that, one that, of him. That's, that's, that's your that's, point. That's my point. That's right. my point. So what you going to do? You know, what, what? what's your options? What's what's more realistic? Make you a better team. Even when Brady beat him, it wasn't like Brady kicked his ass. You know, when it would be the first time that the Chiefs were trying to get – first time Mahomes and the Chiefs were trying to get to the Super Bowl – it took a penalty by a defensive player, D. Ford, to get Brady a second chance. Wasn't that a that was an overtime game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, yeah. the Chiefs, Mahomes has gone there six straight times, and then the other time he lost to him. And again, this is why I say it takes a team. When he lost in Tampa Bay, or you know, lost in the Super Bowl when they played in Tampa that Super Bowl, his offensive line, everybody could clearly see he had nobody blocking. And if you ain't got an offensive line, even if you're Patrick Mahomes. You're probably going to have struggles. If your guys mm-hmm. aren't catching the ball or getting open and you have struggles throwing the ball, you're going to look very mortal and human and you're not going to win the game. If you're Tom Brady and the defense comes up the middle every time you try to step into the pass, a lot of the, the Giants, both times you played them in the Super Bowl, you're not going to win. So, so yeah, to everyone's point, these are outliers. Brady's an outlier, you know, Mahomes and – Brady wasn't the first pick overall. Holmes wasn't the first pick overall. You know? Birdie got, wasn't the first pick overall. <laughs> Birdie wasn't the first pick overall. And and the one guy that was in recent history that won some Super Bowls struggled for the longest to even get there. And if it John wasn't Elton. for – No. I'm oh. talking about Peyton. And I said in recent history. Oh. But Peyton. And if it wasn't for the Bears' bad coaching and decision-making during that game, again, not running the ball when that's what got you there, Peyton doesn't win his first Super Bowl against Chicago. He's going to have to wait a little bit longer. So, and Breeze. Breeze is a second-round pick. First pick in the second round, but he beat Peyton Manning. Why? Mm-hmm. Team and coaching. Peyton throws a pick. Defense steps up. Head coach decides to do an onside kick coming out, coming out of halftime. You know, I, I get it, man, but, you know, it, I'm sorry. You said you don't want to make it about Justin and Caleb, and I just did, so yeah. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the other to the other game in the uh, yeah. NFC game. This was gay. And, and, and the Lions, the Lions are the reason why they shouldn't invest in Justin Field. And I'm sorry. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> it's funny, man. I, I, I hadn't said it. All year, my uh, the term I or the 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 phrase I use when talking about Man, the Detroit Lions, <laughs> I haven't you used it us. all year, and I was like, I was like, man, you know, I miss using this term. 
and it was it was it was what twenty four seven at half. I like man, I can't use my turn. And then the Lions went on and lied, man. Sure enough, <laughs> man, it's crazy. Man, it's it's crazy because one the of Lions gone lying, man. Man, one of my best friends, he's a 49ers fan, and he was like just distraught in a panic. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I ain't even gonna lie to you. Something tells me they gonna come back. I don't know. As and I t- I'm like, and I want the Lions to win. But I just got a feeling something's gonna happen, <laughs> and it's it's it just it just is too good to be true for the Lions to make this kind of run. Run, it just it just certain certain organizations ain't supposed <laughs> to do it. I'm just gonna be real with you. <laughs> Come on, man! The Buccaneers hey, did hey, it. The Cardinals hey, got there. Hey, hey. The Panthers have gotten there twice. Hey man, I just, just some inside was like, "This is too much." There's no way Detroit is going to go from what we've known them to be to this ascension. It just was looking too good to me in that first half. It just was, and it came. San Francisco came out in that second half. They were just. It was a different team, even on the, the first drive of the game. And I know Detroit held the second three half. or the second yeah. half. The first mm-hmm. drive of the game, the first drive of the second half, uh, San Francisco came out and um, they, just, they just felt like a different team. And I know Detroit held them to three there, but I was like, okay, they got that three. I was like, all right, they they gonna come back. Right, twenty four uh, to ten looked different than twenty four to seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Detroit gets the ball. Uh, they put a little bit of a drive together. And then uh, the first fourth down happens. A second? No, that was the first. No, this, this was the first. first. No, didn't, didn't kick the field goal at the right right before half. That was the fourth down. Oh, yeah, I was, he kicked I, the field goal. He the field goal there. Right. I'm saying that was the first yeah. fourth down. I'm, this, but I'm talking about the first fourth down because he had two two fourth down situations in the second half. Okay, my bad. Okay, okay. But we we can go away before we get there. I actually asked my wife what she would do. She does not watch football. She doesn't uh, know. in the first half. Or? In the first half, yeah. The, the goal, half? the the fourth and goal, at the at the two. Uh-huh. And I asked her, "What do you do? What do you what do you think you would do here?" And she said, uh, "I'm gonna go for the six. because <laughs> <laughs> that blows a right completely out of the water." And I was like, "The conservative coach in me said, nah, it's fourth and goal. You take your three there,' which they did." Right, you want get momentum, and you want to so take that, something into the half. Yeah, now that, it's a three-score game. Yeah, there you gotta kick the three. Yeah, because if you miss it, you give them the momentum coming out in the half. But so then that so that next fourth down in the second in the second half, uh, you had a, a chance to kick uh, another field goal. To, but you know what though, they they called the right play. I like the yes. call. I like the, right the call. Play. You gotta catch that ball. It's so man, man. So I've been going back and forth with so many people. They like, Dan Campbell, that was stupid. That was stupid. I'm like, man, how about we hold the damn players accountable? Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to execute. The play call worked. The mm-hmm. guy dropped the ball. The pass like, was good. The pass was low, away from the. But defender. it was away from the defender, right? That and was dude, a ball you have to catch. It's a ball you always catch if you're a professional receiver. It hit your your hands and your forearm. 
Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dog. And that's what started the the spiral. Yeah. Because then momentum was lost at that point. They score. San Francisco score. Then you had a fumble, the first play of the oh, next oh position. No, hold on. The Detroit still had a chance to stop them. Vildor doesn't make the interception. Oh. Yeah. yeah that yeah. happened. When that you know, happened, I knew it was over with. Because because you you went for it, but here's your chance to, to for the D to step up stop. and stop it. And the defender is right there. Someone said <laughs> Yeah, someone said, oh, it didn't matter. It was a penalty anyway. I'm like, no, they picked up the penalty. They said there was no penalty. Right. So, and it shouldn't have been a penalty. Because they, they were going to, but they were going to call offensive pass interference. That's what, that's what they been. threw it for. It, that's what it should have been. Even, that's even what, it, it, it still should have been that. You know, he caught the ball. It still should have been offensive. If you're going to call interference, but they picked up the flag. They picked up the flag. But Vildor, it's like. I've said classic thing: the defensive backs are defensive backs because they can't catch the ball. They can't catch the receivers. Yeah, and a and great, dude, a great catch by Ayuk there. Yeah, yeah I mean, stay locked in on the ball. Yeah, they would boom. So they scored in. So I mentioned twenty your, twenty four seventeen. So that's what <laughs> so they seven. In your first possession after that, Gibbs fumble. Now this is where I blame the offensive coordinator or whoever decides who the personnel is. That's a rookie running back situation like this, and you 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 didn't wasn't a run to the outside where his speed you know oh, I think he froze okay wasn't a run to the outside it wasn't like a quick screen or anything to where his special skill set Jamar Gibbs I'm talking about his quickness and athleticism and explosiveness and his ability to accelerate can be utilized to keep the the uh, 49ers off balance. You ran him inside. That's that's that's. That should have been given to Montgomery. And, and, it, was a, and right, it was a right. and it appeared to be like a miscommunication on veteran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so I don't know, you know, that's another, you know, it's after the fact, but that's when you like when you see that momentum, because you lost it off the fourth down that you didn't convert. They you know, and they and then you, you know, they come off off halftime, they get a field goal. So now they feel a little bit better. They stop you on fourth down. So now their momentum is growing. You're supposed to stop that play defensively to turn it to a touchdown. Okay, mm-hmm. we need all veteran hands on deck. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to slow this down. That's Montgomery's game, not Gibbs's game. So that now you compound a mistake, and then you triple, you compound interest in the wrong way when Gibbs fumbled. I'm sorry, but yes, now no, 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 no. You're right. Then, then they score again. Now we got a tie game. Down <laughs> it's now it's third down, third and ten. I want to say. Golf hits Reynolds in the hands again. Drops it. And he drops it. Former Lion known as Reynolds, Josh Reynolds. You know what I left that game? I mean, granted, Purdy had a a successful second half. He stepped up. He did some things in the second half that was very impressive. I left that game with the only feeling I could leave that game with. That team let Jared Goff down. Yep. Yeah. He let Jared Goff down. He played an amazing game. And he because did. of the collapse, he is not, it's not even talked about. He made the fourth down play, he made the throw. The third down play, he made the throw. He made no mistakes in that game. Every single mistake that came was either on the support or the coaching. Because to me, though, the worst call of the day, 
was the run on third down with a minute and five left. That was the worst call of the game. It was a worst call and only compounded by the worst execution of the worst call. <laughs> <laughs> like you well, they, gave you gave the game up at that point. Hold well, on, at they, that point, at that point, when you put in Montgomery back, here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. They, they didn't they, put Montgomery in on second down. Right. So first no, down, he came in for third down. They third ran. Down. They no. They 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 pass attempted a pass down. on the first down. Golf rolled out. Didn't mm-hmm. have anything there. Second down, um, they gave. They didn't give. It to, they gave to Swift. Right. They don't got Swift. They don't have Swift. They threw oh, it again. They threw no, it they again. threw first two downs because they couldn't down. afford to run because they had three, only three they, timeouts left. They had all their timeouts. They needed to keep all three. It was like so a minute and five defense. seconds. Like a minute and five seconds left, and they were trying to score and lead themselves at least a minute so they could stop Frisco three times hopefully. and get the ball back. Get the well, ball you only back. need three. Okay, that's right. That's right. Montgomery but, run third down, but that's the thing. And and you it, it, making the run call is it's a tough thing because you, you you better score. And they, even the announcer saying you better score if you're going to run the ball. But if you're going to do that and you bring Montgomery in, you might as well play action it. Yeah, because when Montgomery got because the ball, they, they, they knew it. Key, they they went straight right to him. It. right. Yeah. Or if you're <laughs> going to run it, you get you bring Jamar, you bring Giz, but he fumbles, so maybe they lost faith. But so you have him in there, at least they're like, oh, it could be a run or a pass. But with Montgomery, they like him hand but the ball shoot, up and try and power through. But at least if you do it with Gibbs, you do that. So they ran that play like four times, like ten times in the first half, where they hike. Turn and the pitch to the outside. You run, get that to Gibbs, and at the very least, you tell him, "Hey, out of you bounds. can't get in. Out of bounds. Right. Not out of bounds. You ran up." And and Olsen <laughs> said, "As soon as he saw uh, Montgomery coming in the game, right. like I think they're going to try to run it with Montgomery. If Montgomery's coming <laughs> in. I mean, come on, man, it's horrible. Like, like that was the game there." You you gave the game away there. Yeah, you should have play action because if they key on them like that, wherever they flow, there's going to be a space where those linebackers were that's not there. What a, and you have somebody you just slant or or run a real quick, you know, shallow crossing route there and and hit them. What about the previous drive? The fourth down on the previous drive. Yeah, I was about to say. I know I skipped that. Uh, that one I would have kicked. I would have kicked there, and you saw the reaction of Detroit's kicker. Uh, when he didn't get the chance, he was he was upset because it would have been like a 40, 48 seven yarder. Yeah, yeah, forty. Yeah, that. a NFL kicker should be able and, and should get the opportunity to do that. Now, yeah, it was in weather? bad conditions, right? Right, right, it right. It was per- yeah, yeah. Last night it was it was uh, uh, what high fifties, low sixties. Perfect football. Weather. No wind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfect, perfect conditions in San Francisco, which which can be tough at times. Right. Um, sure. Yeah, he's. You got to try to tie that game up at that at that point. Yeah. And and I know, I know the whole you know the whole thing all season was that they you know they go on fourth down. You know, it's the 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 Dan Campbell way. You know, not that one. Not yeah. that. One. Can't do that. that the uh, the first one, I I like the call. I like the call. They San Fran looks like they're gaining momentum. 
okay, let's try to kill them right now. I like the call. But the second one, definitely I would have kicked. Now, here, <laughs> selfishly, I uh, I actually took the over in this game. And uh, on Detroit's final drive there, the, the over-under was 52. So I was, I was hoping that they that they kicked, at least kicked, just put some points on the board at that point. <laughs> and then they go for it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but they scored. But they ended up scoring. Hit mm-hmm. my over. So I was very happy. Thank you, Detroit Lions. I, I appreciate and, and, it. And golf delivered on that drive. I mean, yeah, that was yeah. that was a that was a you know that was a grab your nuts kind of drive. You know, we got to make it happen. We we have very little, you know, room for this to do. And man, but that's that's like what I'm saying. What's going unnoticed is the caliber of game Jared Golf played. Yep. The only bad pass I saw him do was one that, you know, where he went against who he is. He was scrambling, and I know he was just trying to make something happen. He kind of threw – he was going to the right, and he kind of threw across his body. He's kind of hit the dirt. It was a little underthrown pass and everything. I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I'm not mad at you because you just – you're trying to I make think something. That was the, I think that was the second fourth down. Right. And I'm like, right. And I'm like, you're trying to make something happen, but, you know, I'm like, dude, you – You've been making I ain't gonna some lie passes. to you. The first, the worst pass of death in golf was the flea flicker. That ball, <laughs> that ball died in the end. That ball didn't get to the receiver. <laughs> oh. It's like he got shot out the sky. <laughs> Boom, get that out of here. No, he got that. I'm like, oh, he finna hit him. He threw that ball. That ball, it was like the Jalen Hurst throw in the Super Bowl. That this, it didn't go nowhere. That throw was insane. Like, he got shot out the sky. Might have hit the wire. Don't they be having wires in them? Yeah, sometimes. In them stadiums? Yeah, the they have the uh, camera. the camera. The, yeah, uh, it, what, it, what are they? What's that camera called? The um, I don't remember. Eye in the sky. I don't know. <laughs> but whatever yeah, that, that camera that, is. Yeah. It might have hit that because that's that ball just died. Like, but, but for the man, it's going unnoticed that he, the game he had. And just to give the guy credit that he deserves, Brock Purdy stepped up in the second yeah. half. Those runs were were, were and, key, and, and it was the the being an athlete is what was key. Being an athlete, yeah, he made some throws. He had a few uh, nice amount of passes that should have been picked, but <laughs> when he became an athlete. That was the difference. Yeah, it changed it for him. He, he yep. seems to be better. But he 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 tuned into. I got to make a play, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you know, he wasn't thinking about should I stay in the pocket? Am I going to be considered a pocket quarterback? So, you know, some people had the luxury not have to worry about that. You know, some right. people, some people make it. You know, it's it's like the they, they constantly tell you you're no good unless you mm-hmm. do it this way. Well, you're less than if you do it this way. It only then, matters for one quarterback. Josh <laughs> Allen can do it however he wants. They they say it's fine his how he do it. Had the best game ever versus the Chiefs, and he only threw for a hundred and some yards. Just saying. <laughs> Not to mention, some people are allowed to get throw interceptions and have turnovers and lead the league in turnovers. But you know, hey, don't pay attention to those turnovers. It doesn't right. mean that much. I can live with those turnovers. 
<laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Had that same energy elsewhere. All right. hey, I got some uh, sound from Dan Campbell here. Take a listen. Tell those guys, this may have been always shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's, that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole other thing, once we get the offseason, um, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive. It's irrelevant. Um, it's going to be tough. But in our division is going to be loaded back up, and, uh, you know, you're not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's going to want a piece of you, and uh, which is fine, you know, which is fine. Detroit, will they be back? To the I don't. NFC Championship game? Yeah. I don't know. You mean next year or Next year, in the, yeah. in this iteration of Dan Campbell's coaching? In 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 Dan Campbell's tenure. I think they have a shot as long as the NFC as a conference doesn't become what the AFC is now. Like, it's still going to be some struggles. I was talking to somebody about it earlier today. And I'm like, the NFC East, I mean, Dallas still has all the talent, but Dallas gets in its own way. If anybody lines more than the Lions, it's the Cowboys, or as much as. Um, the Eagles Really are is. the Eagles are eating their own tail. I don't even understand. I, I can't even understand the Eagles mentality. I'm like, y'all, just in the Super Bowl, and you had an 11 and 6 season, y'all act like y'all were 6 and 11. Like, okay, you struggled this year, it, it didn't work out right. You get more than enough talent. Figure it out. You, you're not. You're not horrible. You know. It's, you don't have to fire the head coach. I mean, damn, really? Like, you know, how would y'all handle if it was three and fourteen? The city would be on fire. So Philly's its own worst enemy right now, in a different way than Dallas is. The Giants got a lot of cap issues. Still trying to figure out identity. Their offense is a, is who knows what their offense is. The Giants, Yeah, the Giants. the Giants ain't shit. That's what I'm saying. Right now, they they got a lot of issues. And then you look at. Washington and they're starting all over so I don't look at the NFC East as being su supremely oppositional to where the Lions could potentially go I think the Lions could beat any one of those teams it should have been Dallas this year Dan Campbell you know made some emotional calls in that game that cost him uh you look at the NFC West and outside of you know I think the Rams are on the way up in a way uh, they, they actually concern me a little bit more Because I think with the 49ers, I look at Kyle Shanahan and I'm really like, dude, the Lions helped you win that game. Like, I don't know what happens to him when it gets into the championship games, Super Bowl or or conference championship. His play calling sometimes is whack. And it's like the execution is like something's just off. I don't know if he gets tight and team gets tight, but we've seen this several times. And you have the superior team. You should be like clocking fools. And you're like, uh, you know, so, you know, look, they should have lost Green Bay last week. Yep. I mean, you know, they should have been out in the first round, you know, first first go round. So I'm not impressed with I'm impressed with his coaching tree, his coaching acumen, his principles, just not when he has to make these calls at crunch time. It seems to be an issue. Seattle, I don't know who and where they're going to be. Um, I, I don't think they're any more talented than even where. The, the, where the Lions are and where I think the Bears can be next year or even where the Packers are. And uh, the Cardinals, 
are in, in, a, in a rebuild situation as well with a regime. We don't know exactly what they're going to be. I think their strength may be defensively, but we don't know yet. You go to the South, nobody there impresses the me. That's all you got to say. It's yeah, the it's the South. I mean, the Falcons look like they have some skill players. They look like they had some skill players last year too, but I don't know who's throwing on the ball. Um, the head coach for the for the Saints probably should be on the hot seat next year. It should be really warm because too too talented in a bad division not to be winning that division. Uh, the Panthers, yeah, their owners going to their owners going to sabotage anything they try to do. They got a, a a new head coach who probably is in over his head. So I come back to our division. I come back to our division. I'm sorry, say again. I was about saying the Bucks is about to pay Baker, and that's when the pumpkin will show. Well, the Bucks they gotta get a new offensive coordinator that Baker oh, seemed yeah. to to yeah. to to jive with. So we gotta see they'll be with his sixth coordinator in eight years or five years, seven years, something like that. We don't okay. know if Evans is gonna be there. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute though. It is it not weird to anybody that this coordinator got a head coach job. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll so say why it's not. I'll, I'll say and, why I don't think it's weird. And which couldn't get a head coaching job. I'll say why I don't think it's weird. Um, okay. I can't explain Leftwich situation per se, other than maybe he was victimized by being successful under Brady. So he didn't, you know, he didn't get extra, you know, uh, he didn't get that attention. And, then, and I'll be genuine with, with Leftwich. Listen to him talk that year they won a Super Bowl, one of those interviews. It almost seemed like he was convinced that he should come back he should be a coach he should go into coaching it wasn't something that i don't think that's like i don't know if that's what he really really like you know what this is what i'm gonna do you know what i'm saying so i don't know how much he really wants it is what i'm getting at but okay. to your to, to your point though that canellas got this job i think a lot of coaches are like i don't want to work for that owner and i think him he i think he's like oh. i'm gonna take whatever i like i hit yeah, like hey i'll do it's it because nice. yeah because i'll do it because here's what happens if 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 i get like oh my first year or second year Everybody's going to blame the owner for being too rash mm -hmm. anyway. But I'll get some head coaching experience. It'll be on my resume. And you never know. If I do do something, blah, blah, blah. So for him, it's almost a no-lose situation in a sense. And or at worst, it'll be blamed for, well, that was his first time coaching. Maybe he got a little bit too soon. And he's okay. young enough that he can bounce back from that. But I really think a lot of it, in terms of why he has the job, I think a lot of coaches probably like, yeah, I don't know if I want to work for that owner. You didn't that see Bill sense. Belichick running over to the Carolina interview. That makes yeah. sense. So, so I think that's what it is. But, but getting back to the Bears division, I, I think the in the NFC and and the e, or not the Eagles, but the Lions making. I think the Bears division is going to be the the standard that's in the, the NFC. I was going to say, I think the NFC North may be the toughest division. Yeah, for the, the next several in the, years in the conference next yeah. year. And 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 I say all to say that with the Bears, like we really. Probably should have been three and three at at, at worst this year. At worst this year, you know, uh, and we ended up being two and four, you know. So, and it wasn't like the games we lost to Green Bay, we got blown out. And you know, it, we see Green Bay, you know, manhandle the Cowboys. We see, you know, what the four or what the uh, uh, the Lions did to to beat uh, the Rams, which was kind of an emotional game for golf to some degree. And then they were kicking the Frisco's ass for the first half. And I look at those, I'm like, like those are the guys we play every, you know, twice a year. And none of them scare me. <laughs> They're all beatable. So, so yeah, I think the Bears standard will be the division. I think you should probably see right now, probably three teams from our division go to the to the playoffs next year. I don't see why not.
We should, yeah, be, one of, we should be one of those teams. Yeah, I, I, I like the message from Dan. I like it because, yeah, it, it's only going to get tougher. It's only going to get tougher. Yeah, we did something that we have never done before in a while as a as a franchise, but we can't sit here and celebrate that. Like, we okay, yeah, we did that, but we gotta understand, like, it, it's gonna get harder going forward, and and so I like what he said. I mean, it's football. We don't know if that if they gonna get back. We don't know. But, but they are headed in the right direction. Yeah, solidly built. You know that's 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 all. That's the that's what you want. You know, that's what you want. You go from three wins to nine wins to NFC Championship game. Yeah, you won your division. It's, it's been, you know, it's you know so going the way up. I mean, the the problems they have, you can address in free agency and a draft. Secondary and pass rusher. Outside of that, pretty good. I'm, pretty I'm, good. Yeah. Maybe no, the linebacker. And he's right about what he said. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it just what well could be the last time. I remember the, the last time the Bears got to uh, uh NFC Championship game. Um, the next year, they start <laughs> seven and three. Cutler breaks his thumb and, and mm-hmm. yeah. Season tanks from there. They they go like one and one and four the rest of the way. So uh say so you never know how how things shape out. So much luck goes into uh into getting this far when it you know when it comes to injuries and that sort of thing. So uh so you gotta when you when you get to this part point, you gotta take advantage. Yep. Gotta take advantage. Game of attrition. Yeah, out of all the team sports, maybe hockey might come a little close, but no one has injuries in mass <laughs> like football does. Yeah, the uh, before we get out of here, uh, the Bears made a couple hires. Uh, we've got a defensive coordinator and uh, Eric Washington. He was last. Uh, He's a Buffalo. Sure. He was, he was in Buffalo his last, last. His last coach, but I don't know if he was. The Let me DC make sure what his, what his position was. I think he was the DCNA. I think some people are like, why is this kind of? It's kind of like a lateral move, it seems. But McDermott called plays, right? Right. Uh, not McDonald. Uh, McDermott. No, McDermott. McDermott. Yeah, I thought yeah. said McDonald. I'm sorry. No, so he was. He was. Uh, um, he was assistant head coach and D line coach. D line for the Bills. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, uh, so they got a they got a defensive coordinator. He will not be calling plays. Uh, Eberflus will be calling um, the plays from what from what we understand uh, next season. That's fine. How many uh of these offensive head coach uh, these head coaches were not play callers and they got jobs? Yeah, so yeah. that shouldn't work against them too much. You know. Um, they also and I like the momentum Eberflus built like so. Keep it going until it don't work. Right. Well, he's, he needs to. He needs to keep his job. Yeah. Yeah. He's still a little warm. I think, <laughs> he, I think he feels more comfortable in that role as well. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, sometimes coaches like to, they need to, they need to, to, to be a part of uh, what's going on game day more than, you know, what they're, 
their real responsibilities are, which is managing the game. But uh, <laughs> I think he needs that. Uh, the Bears also hired a quarterback coach, Kerry um, uh, Joseph, uh, who was a uh, quarterback in the CFL. I think he played at McNeese State uh, and then went up to Canada and played for the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. As a CFL, as a CFL fan myself, I, I was going to say, I know how much you'd like to see. I was very, very pumped <laughs> up about this hire. <laughs> hey, Kerry, hey, Kerry Joseph went up, went up to Canada, man, and uh, he played some good football up there, man. Uh, he wasn't on the level of a uh, of a Warren Henry Moon. Burris or a Warren Moon or a Condrich Holloway, which is the second time we've mentioned Condrich Holloway today, by the way. Just, just throwing that out there, but uh, but a good career up in Canada. And um, he's been coaching uh, in the league for a few years now. And, uh, yeah, going to Chicago. So uh, so what can you tell us about his playing style that you think will help uh, mentor whoever's quarterback in Chicago? Where's the thing? Canada is, you know, Canadian football is a passing league. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a wide open, wide open field. Um, so I would, I would assume that um, – um, he's going to be able to teach footwork, how to footwork and how to, well, more importantly, how to rock. read coverage, recovery, how to read coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's all, that's all you do in Canada. You rarely run the football uh, up in Canada, you know, Canada, it's only three downs. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, third down, if you, if you don't, you don't get to that, uh, you don't move the football, those first two downs, you're punting. So it's a very, very fast game. So, uh, so I think it's, a, it's, you know, some things that, that, you know, uh, guys from the CFL can offer. Um, now the last time we did this was with Mark Tressman. <laughs> and, and Henry Burris, when he played with Henry, Chicago, wasn't, wasn't a good story. But, it was a good chapter in that story. Well, you know what? That was before, thing, that was before he went up there though. Okay. But the thing with Tressman was, discipline and a lot of things as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it was more than... like The offense was actually the better part of the team. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But the defense went to shit, and the <laughs> whole team discipline was just terrible. Well, you know what? They basically, and this is not just Tressman, but uh, Emory as well, they basically just said, you know what, we don't need defense. And they hired a guy in Mel Tucker and told him, we don't want you to run your own defense. We want you to run Lovey's defense, which he knew nothing about. So they basically, I basically said they didn't give one shit about the defense. So, and then all, and then you go back to leadership, which uh, I actually read the Mark Tressman book on leadership. He did actually wrote actually a book. Did it? I, I did. I did. When he got How hired. How did you do that? I like to read books, man. Problem oh, me reading. I don't think no. he's a tech head. Your 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 love for reading. I, I think he is. He's like like no. like, like why you, that book of all what, books what in the world? What were you thinking about? No, why he not, got hired. Like, wait, he got hired. It's Lombardi's book on leadership. You know, <laughs> he got hired as the Bears coach. I wanted to find out a little something about. Oh, so you read it was. before you saw his coach? Yes, this is before. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay, okay, this is, okay. This is right when he got. I'll hired. I'll give you a pass. Right, you right when he got hired. Oh, hold on, what is that? I'm sorry. So let me get this straight. Yeah, you decided to vet the guy better than the organization that hired him. I did. <laughs> it's true. 
Now, hold on, no, no. You know what? They probably read the book too because after reading the book, I came out really impressed with them. Mm. So they probably read the same book I read. Lies, all lies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe what you read. <laughs> Only half of what you hear. <laughs> and oh my God, from from what we understand, from what we've heard, you, know, you just talked to Lance Briggs about uh, about the Mark Trustman uh, regime, and it was yeah. No discipline. <laughs> I guess he would like he would have he would hold meetings and like would have his back to the entire team. Wow. So like you would never see him talking or or you know he didn't interact with the team. Weird. I guess he was a kind of a quirky guy. You think? Yeah. <laughs> Good so... on the first interview. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> I don't know. But a great, <laughs> a great, a great, a uh, great author uh, when it comes to writing about leadership. Let me tell you, good book. <laughs> now touring with Tony Robbins on the circuit. Oh man! Uh, but he man, but you, you know, he goes back and, and not to not to spoil the book for you guys, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> here's a guy that coached under. Uh, he coached under Jimmy Johnson at uh, at Miami. Um, he coached under Marty Schottenheimer in Cleveland. Forty times. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was uh, uh, he was with um, George he Seifert with with, Walsh, with yeah. the Niners. Um, he was then with uh, when he was with the he was with the Raiders under Bill Callahan the year they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. 2002. He was the offensive coordinator um, in Oakland. Right. Tim and Brown actually, because Tim Brown talked about y'all hired who? Well, here's y'all gonna, gonna find out. But here's the crazy. Here's the crazy he, part. Leader of men. Here's the crazy part. Uh, Rich Gannon, a big Tressman guy. Steve Steve Young, big Tressman guy. Uh, but then Tim Brown and Jerry Rice were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So I guess he was he was maybe very quarterback friendly. Yeah, cerebral I guy. Guess you could call. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's enough about Mark Trey. We don't need to bring that <laughs> bring that up anymore. Um, let's go to picks, and uh, it's over. Glenn Morgan, you are this year's champion. Uh, you finished twenty seven eighteen and two. With one game to go, uh, smoking, I cannot catch you. Uh, yes, smoke, right now you are in second place at 24, 21, and two, and I'm in third at 25 and 22. So it's basically it's percentage points. It's, it's uh, the Nikki Haley battle for second. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, we'll be fighting for second, uh, smoke for, uh, in the Super Bowl. So. God damn it. <laughs> so that means I got to pick against whatever you pick. Yep. Yep. Or pick, or pick first. Or no, he's picking first. He's picking first because he's <laughs> he got the picking right first. <laughs> he picking I first. I am. That's right. Not necessarily. I mean, you think about it strategically. If you pick the same thing he picks, if he loses and you lose, you still win. You, if that's he wins true. and you win, you still win. Right. So You're actually, right. the pressure is uh, actually on him. Won. Yeah. Yeah. Just pick what he picks. Don't even think about it. All right. I got a full <laughs> week to think about. By the way, you know what the line is in this game? 
two uh, and a half, right? One. It's went to one. It it's started one at one right now. Uh, the 49ers are a one point favorite right now. That's all. That's all Mahomes needs. Lock, stock, and barrel. Chiefs are winning yeah. this one. So it's gonna be interesting how the how the line moves uh, this week. Yeah, some injuries. See where the where the, where the money goes. Yeah, yeah. And where the money goes. Yeah, more importantly, yeah. <laughs> when they try to get you to so put your bets in now, in case if you feel real. So real we gonna confident. make our picks next week. Right. Next week. Or yeah. Next week. Okay. We'll make the picks next week. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get some more information and what's going on. You know uh, what? You know what? I just just to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even to make his No, no, not at all. Oh. It's got to do a job. I'm good. It's got to do a job because as I thought about it, like you know, as like he screwed, like you know, by he you just pick whatever he picks. Y'all got to pick two things. That and you got to pick the over. Uh, yep. Over under. Over under. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. okay. Yep. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. By the way, do you think Taylor Swift's gonna make it to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Should of course. Be. Well, she's supposed to have a concert in Japan, though. She's the day of the Super Bowl. Like that weekend, I think. It's not the day of the Super Bowl. No, she's got to make it. No. She, she got. She, she it got wasn't the day. Of, if it was the day of the Super Bowl, but it ain't the day of the Super Bowl. She's gonna be there. Yeah, Concord, whatever she, whatever private jet. Somebody. If, if she ain't there, the Chiefs gonna lose. <laughs> the NFL go tell them. Look, we ain't do all this for y'all not to have her here. Oh man, I'm so tired of this whole Taylor Swift. What? Stuff, it's crazy. Even my daughter was like pulling for the Ravens just because of Taylor Swift. <laughs> she was like, "What? They lost? Oh no!" I'm like, "You don't even watch football. Why are you upset about it? It's just the principle." I'm like, "Okay." Though I bet that's going to be a prop bet, though. How many times she uh, she gets shown? Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. Wonder what the over under for that would Taylor, be. Taylor want to impress me in the Super Bowl. Get you? Well, you can't get your get back on Kanye, but bump, but but rest. Um, rush, rush the stage, Usher. Rush, rush, <laughs> take over the concert. Somebody, somebody was talking today. Somebody at work was talking today. What if they gave Taylor Swift a, uh, um, a quick, a quick a cameo, cameo during the during the Super? I was like, no, there's no way Usher's going for that. You ain't going, you ain't going up my up 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 my 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 stage shine here, man. No, right. not happening. Yeah. Not happening. So yeah, it should be should be fun. We'll uh we'll get in depth into the Super Bowl next week. And uh yeah, it's a it's a sad time of the year now, man. Football is almost <laughs> gone. We could be forced to talk about the underachieving bulls. Oh no. Here, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Google. Uh, no, no, actually not at Google anymore. At uh, Stitcher, Apple. Oh, not Stitcher anymore. Stitcher's, Stitcher's gone. gone? Yeah, Stitcher doesn't exist. It's been gone for a couple of months. Well, why you let me stay Stitcher all these times? <laughs> because I'm just so used to it. It was like it was. It flowed it right. It just flowed until you said, nope, not Google. I was like, oh. I did not Stitcher. know that. All right. We, if you can find us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> And Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. and iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast, which I guess it ain't that many places more. more. <laughs> Jeez. All right. 
You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you can find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and yours truly. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, like we always say here, we ain't saying we're right. We're just not the previous Bears scouting department kind of wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Inside joke. We'll catch you next week.